It's the kind of thing that you never forget. Peek behind the curtain with Truettes. G'day Talk Shoppers, I'm Sam Lowes. And I'm Rosie Burgess. And welcome to Truettes, the podcast. Our special guest today is musician extraordinaire Claire Ann Taylor. Welcome, Welcome Claire. Claire. Oh, that was so cute. <laughs> <laughs> and How many times out. did you practice that? <laughs> Truthfully? No. That uh, was awesome. That was the only time. We're, yeah. we're fly by the seat of the pants kind of girls. Practice? What do you mean oh, practice? <laughs> so good. Well, thanks for having me. It's a pleasure. Thanks for being had. Mm. Claire. Claire? Claire Ann? Claire Ann Taylor. Yeah, we, we, we wondered, is it Claire Ann? Is it Ann Claire? Is it Taylor? Is it Tay-Tay? Can we <laughs> Tay-tay. call you Tay-Tay? The it's, new Tay-Tay. You can. I actually um, was called that a little bit when I was uh, in high school. But um, it's just Claire, just so, so you know. Should we not oh. take you back to high school? <laughs> no, I don't mind. It's I, I quite liked the name at the time. But, yeah, funny you mention that actually because a lot of people get confused with the whole Claire Ann Taylor thing. Right. Um it's Are there any names that you're not using? Do you have any more names? No. No, just, all, I, you're yeah. just using them all. Yeah. I'm just using them all because my mum is Anne right. and her mum was Claire. So it, when it came to like what am I going to call myself on stage because you know how a lot of artists sort of decide, oh, am I going to do the change my name thing or I decided that I wanted to represent both those beautiful women in my name. So that's why I sort of have my mum's name and my nana's that's name. That's so nice. And what, your dad's name's Taylor? Yeah, it is actually. Well, his last name. <laughs> oh, his first name. <laughs> yeah, nailed it. Good. Oh, so you're okay. from Tassie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From the deep, dark depths of the forests. I am. In Tassie. I'm yeah. a Tyrakine. Yeah. Actually, ta- yeah, Takain, ta- yeah. yeah, or Takaina, which is the um, indigenous name for it. Oh. Um, but yeah, so I grew up in the Takain, which is most, it's like a massive, actual huge temperate rainforest that is sort of sprawls across the, the whole northwest of Tassie. Mm. Um, and I grew up on the sort of side of it that is. Um, yeah, the the northwest coastal side. Mm. Yeah, we know where you grew up actually because doing research for this podcast, we actually went and had a look. Um, we bought flights. <laughs> we went there stalking you. No, we actually. You guys had, are so we, committed. Isn't that amazing? Can you imagine? I know. Uh, um, you're from Ireland, so we've uh, just bought two, t- two tickets over to Ireland. No, we did go to Tassie. We went to the Tarkine. We went and had lunch in Waratah. Do you know where that is? Yeah, I do. There's a pub in Waratah. Um, that's all there was in Waratah, really. <laughs> and uh, we had lunch there. That was fun. They uh, sold PK chewing gum. Oh, my God. Did you know that? Juicy oh, fruit that and PK. That is so good. At the pub. Keeping um, the John Williamson song alive, actually. You guys know Boogie With My Baby? No. Oh, there's, a great, lo- there's a great line in that song where it's like, I'm chewing on juicy fruit. She's chewing on PK. Oh. And um, that, so Tassie, I guess, is still in that era where we're keeping. It is. Well, it, yeah. it, it, I mean, you can't get it anywhere else. You can get it everywhere else, but you can't get you can't get chewy behind the bar at the pub. Yeah. And then the guy goes, I said, oh, how much? And he goes, I don't know. We've never sold any. <laughs> <laughs> we're like, we'll take the lot. I actually didn't know you could get it other places. So yeah. I, I was genuinely excited. And I, we were kind of introducing our son to it and making him do little videos of it. <laughs> Anyway, back to the Tarkine. <coughs> Tarkina. Tarkina, yeah. Tarkina. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of mushrooms in the Tarkina. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, 
there's oh well there's so much up there I guess like it's such a a wild and ancient forest that it's kind of some of the trees and the wildlife there are just phenomenal like Mm. um huge trees up in the bush there it's yeah it's just a shame that we've constantly got this battle with Mm. people wanting to mine it and log it and yeah it's just like a constant kind of struggle there but was um, that something yeah. when you were growing up that you were aware of yeah definitely I mean like just on the roads for instance like you're always passing log trucks and so you're just aware of the presence of, of what's actually happening because you're constantly seeing the trees come out of out of the mm. rainforest um so they must be doing something and so you're always aware of that but um also we have this huge big ugly mill that's like um mm. in Burnie, which is like one of the neighbouring towns. Um, so, yeah, we've always been really aware of it. But it's just a hard one because you can kind of understand um, why a lot of locals feel that it is necessary to have this timber industry because they're thinking short term in terms of their livelihoods and their jobs. But at the same time, it's just such a waste. And it is really like... I don't know why we're not just like looking at more sort of tourism options and, um, you know, making the most of having it, having that beautiful space mm. instead of thinking short, such short term kind of, yeah. Yeah. It is amazing when you're there. I feel, I've never felt so wonderfully insignificant. You know, yeah, it is ancient and it's, it's a, uh, it was like being in a movie that hadn't ever happened. If yeah. that makes sense. You know, like, I don't know. What, Absolutely, I just felt so because small. That well, we movie, felt it would be yeah, like, I think, t- that we were the first people discovering it. You know, you can feel like that because it's so ancient and wild and there's no one else around. And, yeah. you know, you're like, oh. And know. it is one of those places that, um, you know, a lot of people come to Tassie, but a lot of people don't go to the Tarkine. So it is actually still one of those kind of secrets, those gems. Mm. I think people that do make the effort to go there, like nobody regrets that because it's so yeah. beautiful. Yeah. I was um, I was talking to Bob Brown not too long ago and um, he uh, – because he's, he's asked me to sing at quite a few rallies and that sort of thing for the Tarkine. So I've um, got to know him – quite a bit and he's such a beautiful man but he was sort of saying to me like anything you can do to help promote the Tarkine and talk about it is only going to be good to help Mm -hmm. protect it because if we can get more people that want to go down there and visit the place Mm. that in itself is um, helping to keep this whole idea of like ecotourism happening and and maybe we'll open up more sort of pathways for that oh yeah i mean undoubtedly if more people visit the waratah pub for lunch then you know they'll want to keep that business going totally so you grew up with five brothers and sisters yep in a little house yeah so forest yeah it was um it was known as the barn so um like all the locals around the area um always referred to my home as the barn because it's like this it's not really a house as such. It's um, I think I'm pretty sure my parents intended to build it to have it as a space where they could grow vegetables and like really live off the land. But they sort of ended up growing children there instead. <laughs> I don't really know how it all happened. But That's what happens when you have well, no you TV. Know, I think yeah, no TV. <laughs> growing children, you know, that first part is way more fun than planting vegetables. Yeah, don't you think? <laughs> what you have to do to make children. <laughs> 
I, it's it's much more fun doing that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I can see how that mistakenly might have happened. <laughs> yeah. Well, they they were growing like a lot of food alongside that, but I don't. Well, they would have needed to definitely having yeah, all the children totally. And we were all born out there in the bush. So, um, except for my eldest sibling Jeb, who was. Uh, like my mum laboured away for hours until it got to a point where it was like, this is a bit uh, dangerous, so, you know, I'm exhausted. So they rushed him into the hospital and um, while they were in the hospital, uh, the doctors actually um, said to my mum and my dad who were in the room, um, they said to her, is that your husband? And she said, no, um, but that is the father of my child and that's my partner. And he said, well, you're not married, oh. you can't come in. So he, um, yeah, locked him out. And um, I guess that probably is part of the reason that they had the rest of the kids out in the bush mm. and continued to persist with that because, you know, how disgusting. Mm. Like um, that was how so many mm-hmm. people were obviously treated back then. Well, my dad really did not like the hospital, so he didn't even – I think he's slowed down slightly and just rolled her out and then kept, kept yeah. driving. <laughs> he was not into hospitals, so he was never there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I wish that you had your dad. Oh. <laughs> wow, yeah, that's that's crazy. And uh, But you all sort of turned out to be musicians. Yeah, pretty well. Like, um, I think... Oh, I don't know how much of it can be attributed to just the my parents and their love of music. How much is it to do with the environment that we grew up in having, mm. you know, the bush as mm. our backyard? I think it's probably a, a bit of both. What kind of music were you listening to when you were growing up? Because you've got this, such a soulful sound. Yeah, really, um, really quite diverse actually. Like um, my, so I have four older brothers mm. and an older sister. So my brothers, I remember, I you know, I was like a child of the '90s. So through that grunge era, my brothers were listening to a lot of um, grunge music, like Nirvana and Pearl Jam and Alice in Chains and Soundgarden. So like I had all that sort of um, influence from. From my siblings um but then I had like my parents influences which were more like um Van Morrison mm-hmm. Joni Mitchell mm-hmm. uh Dylan Tom Waits like just um such a mixed bag I guess really but like a lot of it's sort of ingrained in folk and rock and roll and and then a lot of um soul too so Mm. my mum was her first record that she ever bought was an Otis Redding record right yeah yeah so we had a beautiful connection over that and um yeah I remember when I started to really hear soul voices for the first time I was just like Mm -hmm. what the hell what the hell did you have instruments lying around the house and and stuff so that you know how did that start yeah we had this beautiful um small little guitar that was like um it must have been sort of like a kids acoustic guitar that my dad had picked up somewhere along the line and um it was sort of handed down from kid to kid, like, yeah, you know, yeah, as yeah. it was their time to have the guitar. You got a but, long pair of pants and the guitar. Yeah, yeah. And um, actually it was um, – my sister ended up painting it, so it has all these beautiful kind of abstract artwork on it that she did um, 
so it sort of still sits proudly hanging on the wall as like mm. that guitar that we all feel we own but none yeah. of us do. Um, so, yeah, I think there was always a guitar to pick up. Like we didn't really have a piano in the house as such. I think I recall there being like a dodgy uh, keyboard at one stage but mostly I think it was we were drawn to guitar. Mm. Yeah, Awesome. <coughs> hey, you know what we're going to do because we don't really know you that well. <laughs> All right, Claire, what we're going to do is we're going to ask you a series of questions. What we want you to do is not think too hard about it, just oh, answer. You I'm must scared. answer yeah, okay. one or the other. You can't go, mm, neither. Are these like, uh, you know, true or false questions? Or no, this or that. <laughs> this or that. It's kind of cool because we get to see how fast your synaptic processing is at the same time, but uh, don't let that worry you. Okay, no pressure. Hit it, go. Hot or cold? Hot. Sweet or salty? Sweet. Eyes or ears? Eyes. Ooh. That's can I'm gonna come coming back to that. That's contentious for me. Yeah. <laughs> Peanut butter or Vegemite? Peanut butter. Ooh. Oh. Scrunch or fold? Uh, fold. Mm-hmm. Really? Dr- drugs um, or, or, <laughs> or meditation? Drugs. Mm. Yeah. Control nice. or chaos? Chaos. Oh, I love it. Tent or motel? Tent. Kylie or Danny? Yeah, do but I'm I'm sort of impartial. (laughs) Uh, But you have to choose. So, but burial or cremation? Cremation. Mm. Surprise party or not surprise party? Surprise party. Oh, that's really helpful because (laughs) a Spider-Man or or Superman? Superman. Flight or invisibility? Flight. And times up. That's it. Um, Does she win a prize for that? No. Nah. Great. I mean, you were great. No, no one wins a prize for that. But that's not a prize winning <laughs> That's the getting to know yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Getting to know all about you. I mean, <laughs> I think that the scrunch or fold's just always going to be a problem. I don't know that we should be asking that question. I think so, but I, I love the fact that you took so long to answer that. Well, I had to – I was really giving it some thought. So like sitting, I'm definitely – yeah, no. Physically yeah, sitting down, you had to visualise. Because I've never actually been asked that, so I was like, yeah, what? what is my definite routine? Yeah, definitely. Well, uh, wouldn't you have – everyone's got a def, don't they? Yeah, I do, but I just, just didn't – never had to I just never had to actually think about it. And you really struggled with peanut butter or Vegemite as well. Oh, because yeah, well, it's such a mood thing. Like mm-hmm. I, I love both, but it depends on – I have this thing with peanut butter and tomato on toast. Mm. And that to me is like a really indulgent treat, but then you can't go past Vegemite as well. So it's just I, I love it. it's a time of day thing for me. I'm like Vegemite is morning and peanut butter is afternoon evening. Mm. So it's, I concur. Yeah. I'm back to the scrunch or fold because I think that you said that Vegemite and peanut butter is a mood thing. Yeah. Why isn't scrunch or fold a mood thing for people no, too? No, it's just a oh, thing. I guess you're in the you're in the same mood every time you go in there, aren't you? It's you're not. There's not a different mood. No, no, you can be in lots of different moods. It's sort of like how you would. What roll. if you're in an angry mood? Definitely scrunching today. <laughs> I I liken it to how you would roll a cigarette or or a joint or something. Like it's like you have a sort of technique and you keep that there's going. No, yeah, there's no different. Like if you're angrily rolling a joint, it's not going to yeah. be different. Oh, maybe it would be. I don't know. I've never rolled one. Uh, yeah. What? A mm. what? <laughs> um, no. So I just also would like to talk about sight or sound. Yeah, for straight a away. Sight over sound. It's interesting. I'm a very visual learner. So uh, 
like for me, if somebody, if I'm trying to like um, learn something, I always seem to have to write it down to visualize it. I don't know. So I don't know why that's just what yeah. I was drawn to choose. Uh, but if you learnt it by sight and then played it, you wouldn't be able to hear it. That would, no ears that'd left. be sad. That would be sad. <laughs> oh, so is that what the, this was about? If you had only one choice, yeah, all see, these I, things are happening, Claire. Sorry, yeah. every from now on. <laughs> and surprise. Yep. <laughs> Did you go Kylie or Danny? I can't remember. Yeah. Oh, do you know who they are? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, I do. Unfortunately, but I, I don't really, um, I don't, yeah. not really a fan of either of them. So That's I okay. just had to choose one. Sorry, right, we won't. I mean, I know, I you know they're going to hear this. Yeah, I mean, apart from oh, this is obviously yes. Kylie and Danny are big fans Oops. of our podcast, Oops. so Oops. we'll have to make sure we don't get it to them. Hey, speaking Can of fans. Can you edit that bit out? Mm. Yep. Done. Look. Boop. Beep. Yep. And done. Um, <laughs> so you did a possible campaign yep. for your last album, right? Yeah. You've got two albums, Elemental yep. and All The Words. Correct. Did you really use all the words? Yeah, because now there's none for us. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Some left. There are. Use all there's, the words. there's plenty left. Yeah. Yeah, good. Um, but so you had you did run a possible campaign um, and you smashed it out of the park with your possible campaign. Yeah. So you must have a lot of fans. Well, I don't know, but I definitely have some loyal fans. Or oh, two wealthy, wealthy fans. Well, no, there were... It wasn't like that. Was there were like three hundred people that awesome. Pay, that so I don't think it's like I, I did have one woman who donated the inheritance that she she gets from her mother who passed because she wow. she loves my music that much and she donated like two thousand dollars, which is Jeez. insane. Oh my god! And um, so that was like whoa, but um. Yeah, like most of the donations were sort of around the $50, $100 mark, which is amazing as yeah, well. Yeah, how wonderful. Incredible. Um, I want to know about the Lucky Dip. What what were they? Oh, they were. Because um, I want, there was a, you had Lucky Dips available for, you know, I can't remember how much they were, but um, I was like, oh, had I known? Yeah. I love a Lucky well, Dip. Well, I did um, different things, but... Like I did some rock pets that I sort of wrapped up in these like ba- bags that I made. And, Brilliant. Um, what is this rock pet you talk about? Oh, rock pet. I what love is it? you. Um, it's like uh, do you, you didn't make rock pets when you were a kid? No. So it's just you get a – I was a kid a long time ago. Okay. <laughs> well, you get a stone for just a uh, – like a No, there were no stones where she grew up. No, no. When <laughs> I grew up, we didn't have stones or rocks at school. <laughs> yeah. Ideally, you get like a smooth round stone. Yes. And then you get like either paint or nail polish mm-hmm. was pretty fashionable back then. And then you paint the colours on that you want and you sometimes put googly eyes or glue like little okay. – this um, is in the Lucky Dip. Yeah, well, these so were good. some. Yeah, some I of the. Just, lucky I know you, what a rock that's pet it? was. That's no, it. that was there was also oh, a okay. um, there was also a, a Tassie Devil bag that was a like a Claire Ann Taylor tote bag. Oh, yeah, cool. it was like a rock nice. pet in there. Oh yeah, but um, yeah, it was a Lucky Dip. You, you never knew what you were going to get. I love yep. it. Yep. I love a Lucky Dip. That's I think the they're best. the best. Lucky Dips are great because no matter what happens, you have the excitement. Of the bit before you get into the lucky dip, you know what I mean? Exactly, and I think that's worth its weight. You had to write yeah. a song um, <gasps> yes. as one of the prizes. Yeah, did anyone take you up on that? Yes. Um, Was that like I, hard? I really? haven't actually 
done that song yet and um before you say that's really bad on your part i have been it's only 15 years ago it's fine yeah (laughs) i have been um in contact with joel who was the fellow who donated that and um we've been discussing like the song and basically he's like he wants to get back to me with some more ideas but he wants it to be about his daughter who is only like a year old right so um yeah, that's something that I want to I want to do for him. Like in the we next can help few you now months. if you want to run through some <laughs> ideas. We can do some harmonies and some bit of beatboxing. Sounds but great. But how do you go about your songwriting? Is it uh, painful? Is it prolific? Do you have to be pissed? Like, what's your style? It's the three P's. That's yeah, what. all of the above. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I don't know. I think. The times when I feel like it's it's the easiest uh, when I am often um, going through something or, or there's something that I haven't quite figured out that I need to work through and it's just that like I guess maybe sort of release or mm. that, that – um, Slight turmoil is good. Yeah, I mm. think so. I mean mm-hmm. I think we all kind of crave that a little bit as artists because – we want to feel those extreme emotions because that's often when we feel most compelled to create, I think. Sometimes if we're mm. too sort of like just going about our days like, you know, content, but um, I like for instance, I lived in Byron Bay for a while and um, I actually found um, – and this is going to sound like such a white indulgent thing to say, which it is, but um, paradise can be painful. Mm. And I'm saying that because, like, we're lucky that we can say that, for starters, like that, I, that I'm in a position of privilege that I could be living in this paradise existence and getting bored with it because I actually was like, oh, I need a challenge again. I need to feel cold. I need to feel like I have to go and chop wood to keep warm. I need to feel like I have to strive for something and struggle a little. Mm. Um, and that's why I sort of was like, I need to move back to Tassie because – So uh, yeah. you're back in Tassie? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, no one re- – you don't really hear songs from someone who's got like – you know, plain sailing, nothing <laughs> happened today. <laughs> exactly the same as yesterday. Plain oh. sailing. <laughs> no? Exactly. And I think that sometimes you can get in a state, it probably happens everywhere, but for me when I was up that way, I got into a state of just like coasting along and everything was beautiful, but mm. it was kind of, I don't know, I just needed that, I needed that challenge again. Slight so, struggle. Yeah. Mm. I think so sometimes I feel for me um, when I feel a little bit down or I feel like I'm trying to process something like some deeper emotion, that's usually when the songwriting um, just comes out very naturally. Yeah. Mm. Mm. yeah. With a bottle of wine? Yeah, sometimes. But I, don't, I think I've learnt um, – I used to sort of tell myself that I needed mm. the help of things um, – but I now actually realise that that's kind of a cop out, and I can do it sober, and it's fine. I just mm. that's awesome. Yeah, little I, Claire growing up now. Yep, I just realised that I yeah don't need to rely on that as like my muse because sometimes I think I've had made the mistake in the past of kind of going oh but I need to mm. do that oh I and need, it's yeah. such the musician's friend alcohol isn't it I mean you know well, you wherever get paid, we you go you get paid in booze. Sometimes yeah, you yeah, have totally. those gigs when you just go, 
No, we'd rather not the slabs. Can we have the money? And they're like, <laughs> yeah. no, no, you have to have the beer. Exactly. Well, no, okay. thanks. <laughs> yeah, we'd like the money because, you know, that buys food and stuff. But yeah. 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 Hey, we've got, a, we've, got a, we've got a chance for you to win a prize, actually. Whoa. Did you believe that? Could you even believe it? I mean, well, not you know. after the last time when I didn't win the prize. I know, you, right? and it wasn't actually a prize. No, so I I've forgot that wasn't a prize. <laughs> yeah. So this time you actually do have a chance. We're going to play this game with you. Copperfield, have a whiff. Hmm? Copperfield, have a whiff. Yeah. So if you couldn't hear what we're saying, we're saying Copperfield or have a whiff. You get to do one or the other. So we've got an object and we want you to guess what the object is. Yeah. So if you cop a feel, you're going to be blindfolded. Well, or yeah, we if don't you have, have a whiff. Blindfold, so you just have to shut your eyes. You don't get oh, to feel okay. it. So are you going to cop oh, a feel or have can, a whiff? Yeah, you can sniff or feel. Uh, Wait, let me tell you what it is. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to. Oh, I'm going to feel it. Okay. Okay. She's brave. Oh, do you want to put your tuck shop apron on just in case? Oh, yeah, we forgot to we've put got your top. Apron. You've oh, got yeah, your apron. Got your... You're an honorary tuck shop lady today. Oh, I'm a bit worried. No, no, you don't. Yeah. <laughs> it's lovely. No, the apron has no bearing on what you're going to feel right now. So oh, you're going could to. Could do, could do. It is. It's, give it away. Yeah. Okay. It is. Uh, I lie. Sam's <laughs> going to put it in front of you. She's going to guide your hand. So Sam is bringing the item forward now. And so um, you're feeling it, right? Yeah, she's feeling okay. it. So just Sam's placing okay, the item in front of Claire. Now guide her hand. You can't see nothing? Guide her uh, hand in there. How now, trusty are you of me right now? We thought this would we be don't something know each other that particularly... Well. Go on, Sam, put a okay, hand in. I'm d- dipping it in. P- particularly pertinent to you, Have a Claire. feel. Don't we look really at it. really feel like you... And you're not even allowed to sniff it. You should definitely know what this is. Oh, I totally know what this is. You do? You do. What is it? Wait, I think it's an apple. Yes. Okay, that's uh-huh. part one. Part one. But what type of apple yeah. is it? Oh, <laughs> that's to win so the prize. hard without, is it? without smelling it. No. Oh, do you reckon you... Okay, oh, all right, hold on. Wait, no, 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 no. I want to know, do you reckon... What's the percentage um, out of 100? Would you think that you know, you'd know how to tell what kind of apple it is by smelling it? Uh, if you're going to cop a feel and have a whiff. I actually think it's it's a pretty good percentage. I know my apples. Okay, have All right, a whiff. go sniff. Can you sniff it into the microphone so that people can hear? Yeah. All right, what kind of apple is that? She's really going for it. Oh, Claire is actually... You can bite it if you want. ...pressing her nose right into the apple. It's not an apple. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now she's biting it. She's cool. tasting it. What kind of apple is that? It's going to be good because we actually And don't. also, oh. how old is the apple? We actually don't know what kind of apple it is. I do. So. I do. Oh, do you? Is it yeah. a Fuji? <laughs> Yay! Wait, hang on. I can't oh believe he guessed that. Is it? Is it a Fuji? Now you've got your eyes open. <laughs> what do you think? Does it look like a Fuji? It does. Yeah, Yay! it is a Fuji. Double applause. <laughs> We've got a prize for you. Yeah. Yes. Can you believe it? Can you do the <laughs> again? Okay. Here's a prize for you, Claire. Whoa. This is a, a something that a little something we found at home. So our prizes that we give people is things that we don't want anymore in our house. That so is so cool. Or things we've that given we you, felt that we could we've pass given on. you an almost complete set of Allen keys. <laughs> Yippee! <laughs> you, I mean, it's it could be a mobile. Do you know how handy that is going to be? I'm or not handy if if you're just missing that one. <laughs> yeah, so see how there is one missing there. So that. So I think that when Claire's trying to fix something, she's going to go, yay, tuck shop ladies, or 
Damn Fuck you, you too. <laughs> I love it. Excellent. Thank you. Uh, you don't get to keep the bag. Oh. <laughs> um, okay. Thank so you, guys. What did you want to be when you were growing up? Uh, well, the first time I remember being asked that question, I was in kinder and I wanted to be a rock star. Oh, <gasps> nailed it. Ting, 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 ting. That's actually the answer I gave in my kinder book. Oh, you had a kinder book? Yeah, I still have it. You know, where you, like it was a big scrapbook thing and it has all like your handprint stuff and when you tried to draw a feather and mm-hmm. all sorts of cool stuff. That's amazing. Yes, that was my first answer. So, Great. Um, so done. Tick. Yeah. Yeah. God, what are you going to do with the rest of your life? <laughs> yeah. Might as well give up now. You know, you know what's funny though? Because most of us blame our childhood for why we're really fucked up as adults. Yeah. But you've had this really great childhood. You knew what you wanted to be from kinder. Like you grew up in yeah. an apple orchard. Like what do you do when you realise that you're fucked up? Like, <laughs> Where who do, do you, you go? blame? No one, you've got no one to blame. <laughs> this is problematic. That's when you just, I guess, um, have to look at – I sometimes have to look at myself a little bit more and go, <gasps> oh, no. ouch. Yeah. But <laughs> I, I sort of uh, – you know, most of the time I think it actually just comes – back to trying to figure out how to love myself and that's um yeah that's not really blaming anyone else because I had plenty of love Mm. like growing up but I think even if you have a lot of love growing up you still experience some form of bullying you still experience some form of feeling like you're the weirdo or the the one that doesn't fit in and so learning to unpack all that and sort of and and learn to sort of love yourself is probably the the hardest part Mm. yeah but it is a shame that you have to blame yourself yeah Yeah, i I can imagine you in sort of a psychology no uh, with a psychiatrist and they say so tell me about your child no no nothing there (laughs) look i can't help you i can't help you um sorry (laughs) so have there been any major challenges along the way so far that have made you go oh is this the right path for me like you know is music it yeah, definitely. I mean, I I sometimes like have challenges like that all the time. I, like I there you know there's I'd say every few months there'll be some setback where mm. I go, "Oh god, I can't. I don't have the energy to to do this anymore." I just you know, I I just don't want that disappointment. I don't want that like feeling of one step forward and two steps back because that is what this industry is full mm. of. You get these beautiful little moments on the way that keep you pursuing that. Like when you play for somebody and somebody comes up after you at a show and is like bawling in your arms because you've touched them in some way, it's like, shit, I have to keep doing this. But mm. the other side of it is, you know, I don't know, just the disappointments and the setbacks. And I think that there are a lot of them. I'm sure you girls know. Oh, what you that's have to like. be the most resilient person on the planet. I yeah, think, you, you know. do. And you have to be quite kind of able to just, you know, like take everything with a grain of salt and sort of water off a duck's back, I feel. Because, mm. like, there are times when it's like you could take that to heart and mm. you could really take the words that somebody says or like the rejection from some festival as like, you know, the ending, the end of your career. But you really just have to keep kind of soldiering on and going, hey, whatever. Someone loves it. Someone loves it somewhere out there. Swings and roundabouts. I mean, you Uh, won the buskers competition at Byron Bay though, so that must be a nice little like keep you warm at night. Well, that was like the – that was the fire, like as Mm. in I had never really played in front of anyone before that. So Mm. 
that was like more, that was sort of everything. That was like the first time the flame got lit, and then from then on, it's like been it's been more the disappointments like along the way. But that was the first time that I thought sort of. Um, that's quite an impressive first time, really, yeah. isn't it? But that you yeah. that you were seen. Yeah, well, yeah. it was the first time that I'd really played in front of a public crowd, and like the it beats my first time. I tell you, what. <laughs> <laughs> back of the truck to no one. Yeah, upstairs at Revolver. <laughs> oh, well, I just got really lucky at the time, as in, like, it was just a time and a place thing, I think. And but the the main thing that I loved about that was it just made me go, oh, maybe. Maybe I do have something and maybe this is worth having a crack at. Mm. Just Up until that point I had just considered it as such a a far-off dream. And, and maybe something that just everyone does because everyone in your family was just musical and yeah. you all just played music all the time. You might not have even thought that it was something that you could do for a lifestyle. Yeah, it just felt like such an unattainable thing like a, a like it wasn't a real sort of reality for me so I don't know if it's just because I'd listened to too many people tell me that it's not possible to make it in this industry like get a day job get mm. don't pursue that Claire because it's you know it's you're never going to be able to get there successfully I don't know a lot of people they they sort of warn you off it in mm. early days they did for me anyway so and look at you now you're on the Truett's <sighs> podcast. Yeah, I mean, you have made it, girlfriend. <laughs> they, they wouldn't have expected this of you. I mean, obviously, they, you know, we didn't expect her to fly so high so quick. <laughs> fly so high. Hey, you've got a prize for us. I do. Yeah, yeah. but we have to earn our prize. You yeah. do. Yeah. We don't have a cool jingle for this segment. I wrote quite a jingle yet. this morning, but we didn't put it on the thing. So yeah. we, you know, well. Yeah. So the segment is called Gimme, Gimme, Gimme. Right, because you get to give us a prize. <laughs> yeah. And that's pretty much why we decided to do the, the podcast in the first place. It was like, how are we going to get people to come to our house and give us presents? And give us stuff. And we thought we could get married. And then we thought, oof. No. Nah, nah. That institution so is not for us. Let's do this podcast thing and uh, have a section called Gimme, Gimme, Gimme. So okay. this is it now. So we're going to ask you to tell us a story. But yep. wait, did you bring a surprise? Yeah, I did. Oh, good. Thank yeah. God. Excellent. Yeah, that could have gone badly. Yeah. Otherwise, you'd have to go through other uh, other drawer of ours and find something <laughs> we don't want. That we didn't know we had. Give it back to us. Um, so, yeah, the way this works is you're going to tell us something. Yeah. And Rosie and I are going to divine from what we know of you whether what you're telling us is indeed true or false. Or false. Okay. Yeah. False. I mean, false. <laughs> I've always had trouble with that word. <laughs> go. Okay. So when I was false, <laughs> oh, no. Okay, sorry. Go 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 go. When I was about eighteen, I um, eighteen maybe nineteen, I um, I went shopping at this um, op shop, as I love to do, and I found this um, it was like a what I figured was like an army uniform. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, she's and good. She's, if this is not true, it's already uh, it's you've already got me. So Keep true. going. Yeah, well, yeah. I don't know if it definitely was an army uniform, but it looked like one. Like mm. it sort of had the camo, the matching mm-hmm. stuff, and so I um, I dressed in it on Anzac Day, and <laughs> I uh, went into the local RSA, RSL and uh, tried to get free beers. 
this is it has to be true. It has to be true. But wait, 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 wait. Did you know that the the segment is true or false? We have to guess if it's true or false. Okay. Did you know? Did you know that? This is not. I just thought because you said false, maybe. Oh yes. But you were look. You know, this is a an auditory thing for everybody else, but we can see you, and you were looking up and over, and I can't remember what the psychology behind everything is, but there is when someone looks up. And to the left, I think, is when they're yeah. not telling the truth. But you weren't looking to the left. It was just up. Well, the problem is that I do that quite a bit when I speak to people anyway. Right. But so just that's fucked it. That doesn't give us any kind of clue. I'm just – I'm um, going to let you guys let's confess. work this one out. But I mean, it's a funny story. It's very random to be untrue. And i gotta got to say, I have to say a lot, um, that I think 18 or 19 – you would do that. I reckon you'd do it. Yeah, you'd just be like... How much was the outfit? It oh. was like, I think it was around $10. Oh, that's low. That's a lot. No, that's, that's, a, that's a lot of money back then. That's 10 years ago. Okay. But I don't know. I don't feel like it's changed that much. <laughs> All right. Um, I really don't want to not get the prize. I want the prize so, so bad. let's <laughs> go with true. true. It was false. Oh! <laughs> where, where? I don't know. Oh, that's no. not it. <laughs> oh my god, you are the ultimate. And it was so good. And I was going storytelling. I was going to say. I was going to say. It was false. You were going to say false. Yeah. Were? Were you, yeah. Were, were, oh, <laughs> did I'm you believe so that I was going to say <laughs> false when I, was, I said true? Let's said go again. Wait. So mm. I think the story was false. false? <laughs> <laughs> that's correct. No. Oh, fuck, wrong button. There you get to win a prize. <laughs> okay, great. I love winning prizes. I think we should win the prize anyway. Claire is Don't going over to her jacket, not oh, her it's a bag. Nice jacket. I I like she's got a jacket. giant bag and she went past the giant bag to her tiny little pocket. I can't believe she's still giving us a prize. I don't, I don't think it's going to be big enough for both of us. It just fits in one pocket. There is actually – there's two <gasps> prizes. Oh, oh my, God. my God. Claire and She just Taylor gave us $20,000 each. <laughs> it's a beautiful <gasps> shell. Ooh, talk oh us through God. these gifts. Oh, I'm putting my glasses on. I, so that's actually this, um, a strange bracelet Taylor? that I found <laughs> in an op shop. Okay, this is All right. And this I is definitely a strange bracelet if ever i've seen one it's yeah. uh it's got kind of um bright yellow bright orange and bright red fake diamond shaped beads on With it golden sort of trim put it on way around i feel like that you need to have the fake bracelet from the op shop because of my fake op shop story Do you know what that's called a phrase that's called a fake a bracelet 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 fake bracelet it's oh, beautiful actually it's, i mean it's actually quite lovely it looks garish <laughs> off but on it's it, doable it really um brings <laughs> out the red and yellow in your eyes <laughs> um, now i don't feel as bad that we didn't guess right given and have got the prize anyway and <laughs> this beautiful shell. shell uh that's Powery a shell, shell that my mum gave me and oh. i am um re-gifting it i actually don't know where she got it but i um she gave it to me and cowrie shells uh Probably the most special gems. Like if I could trade in cowries, I would. That's how much I love them. Um, <gasps> cowries for me, like take me back to my childhood where I spent like summer days. We'd go down camping at this beach as a family called Rocky Cape. Mm-hmm. And um, I used to just go shell hunting with my cousins and my siblings mm. for hours on end. Like I loved it that much just till we could find the cowries. Mm-hmm. So it was 
proper treasure hunting. Mm. Well, now I do feel bad that we got it wrong, but we got the prize. I love it. I'm going to call in Michelle. (laughs) Michelle. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, well, thank you, Claire. That's very kind of you. Um, We're going to sing a song with you now because this is the Truettes podcast. So tell us about the song that we're going to sing. Well, um, the song is Drunken Choir and um, this is a song of my new album and I guess a big part of the reason that I wrote this song was um, that, you know, as a singer I have a lot of people who come up to me after shows or just, you know, whenever and they sort of want to tell you their own experiences uh, with song, with singing and um and music and um yeah I've had a lot of people come up to me and say that a long time ago they stopped singing like it might have been when they were a kid that their parent told them they were crap at singing so they stopped Mm. and it's ridiculous how many people have that experience there's so many people out there who don't sing at all because they think they're terrible and they're kind of scarred from that early yeah so I kind of wanted to write um a song about sort of um, that sort of like was, you know, ideally was like aiming for that like ter- bad choir, like drunken choir singing vibe. And, um, yeah, that's sort of where it came from. But um, it's also a lot to do with uh, like these moments in life where you sort of get together like and just get loose with your mates in those tough times like Mm. after losing somebody for instance at a a wake um that's sort of a big part of the storyline so Mm. yeah well the song is killer the album is killer yeah thank you yeah and people should buy the album we'll let you know how to do that all right so claire ann taylor drunken choir It all started in the wee hours of the morning As these things often do Those of us still left yawning Started humming out a tune The hopeless, the unholy The lost, lonely few we found comfort in the sound of our voices filling up the room. Guess we were singing our sorrows once it better time. Back when we were singing in the drunken cry. Whoa. Did it sound bad, you say? But the better, the better. Somehow, the sweeter voices held the crooked ones together. For a time, we suspended sadness in the warmth of the wine. The reason was needed something to believe in. I don't recall the rhyme Cause we all get down on Struggle Street But every once in a while And we start singing in the drunken cry 
Our special guest today was Claire Ann Taylor. That's C-L-A-I-R-E-A-N-N-E Taylor. For more Claire Ann Taylor goodness, head to ClaireAnnTaylor.com. And if you like what you hear, please subscribe to us wherever you like to listen to your podcasts. Go ahead and like, share and swish on all the social media platforms. You could even leave us a review if it floats your boat. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at TuckShopLadies. Tuck Shop Ladies are Sam Lowe's and Rosie Burgess. You can track us down for more tasty treats at tuckshopladies.com. Thank you. Have a happy day.